0: What's going on, guys? AJ here bringing you yet another episode of the E1B2 Collective Podcast. Um, I want to talk about experience bias. You know, typically we take our perspectives around hiring, around firing, around promotions, around performance, around workflow, around an industry subject matter. Um, We take those perspectives to be objective, to be truth, to be something that um, can't be denied. And typically that happens as managers and leaders have tenured um, years within the industry, right? Ten years, 20 years, 30 years, right? But the issue with that is just because we are the stars of our own show does not mean what we are saying and what we are doing and what we think is objectively right and is always a good idea for the brand. And typically what this turns into is an organization, whether it's a CEO, whether it's a CFO, whether it's a, a manager of any given department, Typically, what this turns into is a top-down approach, where the executives in the organization know best. And a a quick fix for this, well, let me give you the the downside to this, because there are definitely good sides to this. The downside to this is the following. If you are taking on this approach, what can happen and what does happen is you are typically putting yourself in a situation where many of your employees, or many of the strategies, however, I'm sorry, many of the strategies... That you implement many of the outcomes that the organization feels and experiences they they are often capped. I believe this is what happened with kodak. I believe this is what happened with um oh why am I blanking um, oh, what's the big one uh oh my gosh what's the big or I believe this is what happened with blockbuster. I believe this is what has happened with many organizations where The points of views are stemmed from 30 years ago. Follow with me here. Let me walk down this path for you guys. When you you are a leader and you spend 30 years of your life doing X, Y, and Z, it could be in the real estate industry, it could be in the tech space, it could be in the finance industry, it could be in the HR space, it could be in the recruiting space, it could be in the sports management world, whatever it is right and if you're not a leader that is coupling though that years of experience with fresh data fresh insights fresh points of views fresh perspectives fresh um studying fresh ideas of the newcomers around you if you are not taking your time generating that level of new information and coupling it with the old information what well, you will find is your strategies and your ideas will become stagnant in a certain year. So let's say you were a young buck and you were pushing and you were working hard as a, as, a, as a leader and your level of desire to learn new things stopped at 34, but now you're 49 as a CHRO. So when you think about talent management or you think about people analytics or you think about... HR tech, or you think about tools, or you think about performance reviews, or you think about, you know, um, conversations with employees, or you think about all these things, it may be stuck at the time that when you were in your thirties, but now you're in your late forties and now the world looks a lot different. Maybe you in your in thirties in the latter part of the eighties and early nineties. And now we're in the, you know, now we're in 2022 here almost. And so your perspectives and your points of views and the strategies that you utilize that comes from the memory banks within your mind are stagnant, are stale, are in one point of view. There's no growth. And so you're wondering why when you are the CHRO or if you are the CMO or if you are the head of product, whatever the case is going to be, you're wondering why organizations are flying you by and passing you by and and, and gaining momentum that you can't even fathom and understand. And you're wondering why. And it's because you have put yourself in a position where your ideas have been stagnated and there's nothing new coming in. And a lot of that has to do with experience bias. A lot of that has to do with taking our perspectives to be objective truth. A lot of that has to do with not creating a structure where we have lots of diverse perspectives and opinions around us and we're putting them in the strength and the position of power. I believe, and I've said this many times, I believe it is a leader's job to build freaking rock stars that are that have their ear to the ground and that are completely 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 talented and to put them in a position of power and step all the way back. I've said this many times. I believe as a CHRO, it is not his or her job to understand every single thing A to Z and be the best at recruiting to be the best at HR tech, to be the best at HRIS systems, to be the best at you know, payroll to be the best at benefits, to be the best at compensation design, to be the best at any of those things. I believe it is the job of a CHRO to have a deep network, to have enough of a know-how and to have enough of a vulnerable, empathetic, curious skill set to build out a team around them of freaking rock stars that are actually the ones that are expert in those specific domains and put them in a position of power. I believe it is that job of that CHRO to make sure when they're finding those individuals that that those individuals are the ones that are consistently learning, consistently growing, consistently keeping up to date with with what's happening within the the culture of of HR or the culture of people ops or whatever the case is going to be today. It's your job to be a partnership design guy or gal or human. It is your it is your job to be. Um, a facilitator. It is your job to create psychological psychologically safe uh, environments for folks to thrive. It is your job to build systems and processes to generate momentum so that they can continually give you new concepts, new ideas, and build up and stand up new programs for your people. It is not your job to rely on your old perspectives and think about those perspectives as objective truth. So, Many leaders need to work on this, and I think I did a really good job of breaking down how this all plays out and how this and where this all derived from. Because we can avoid this. We can fix this. Takes a little time, takes a little vulnerability, takes a little empathy, takes a little foresight, takes a little effort, and definitely takes some patience. Thanks a lot.